It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. So welcome, Trudy Simmons. You are the Knowledge and Audit Manager of Compliance at the Office of the Tax Commissioner. Yes, that's okay. right. So wonderful to have you here at, with with us on Mind Your Business. You. And today we're going to be talking about payroll tax. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's favorite topic. I know. And when I say favorite, I'm, of course, being sarcastic. Yes. <laughs> I know. But it is necessary. Yes. And so I think it's important for people who are looking to start a business or who have an existing business mm-hmm. or a hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, and are looking to formalize it to understand what is required and right. all of that. Yes. But before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself mm-hmm. and what you do? Okay, sure. So, like you said, I'm Trudy Simmons, and um, I am the knowledge, knowledge and Audit Manager. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in um, commerce from okay. St. Mary's University. Okay. I'm also a certified fraud examiner. Um, and also a certified compliance professional. Okay. Um, I like to garden. That's my new favorite thing. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and at the office of the tax commissioner, um, my um, the most that I do in my office is um, audit the books and records of non-compliant taxpayers. Okay. Um, I also um, vet applications mm-hmm. uh, that come through our office for various concessions. Okay. Um, and then also... Um, just basically, yeah, mostly auditing the books and records. Of oh, that sounds fun. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it's time consuming. So, yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Time, yes. So for the our stakeholders and mm-hmm. the people that we work with, mm-hmm. um, this, of course, is one of the four compulsory benefits, right? right. Registering for, for payroll tax. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us why mm-hmm. a business should register? Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so there's a few um, variants that go into that question. Um, businesses should register um, because if they're paying themselves, mm-hmm. Anything, any type of uh, remuneration mm-hmm. is what we call it, but it's actually salaries, wages, okay. any cash coming from the business is considered to be taxable. Okay. You had mentioned hustle, people that have businesses yes. that consider to be hustles. Yeah. People don't realize that if you're paying yourself, then that needs to be, that's taxable. Right. Yeah. So right. Um, that's why we let people know. And then, of course, the other component is that if we find out that, <clears throat> sorry, you've been um, operating your business and you have not registered for payroll tax, yes. the fines are pretty hefty, $100,000. Okay. What you saying? Yes, exactly. And the other thing is that we can go back to the inception of the business. So if you've been open for three years, we can go back those three years. So, okay, this is a question <laughs> that we always get because people come to us, maybe they have a full-time job. Right. Maybe they're just was doing things for themselves. Let's say I'm going to use the example of making like skin products. Right. They were like, I'm just going to do this for me because what they have out there is not available. Right. Let a couple of people try it. They're like, girl, you need to start this business right. or whatever. Yes. So they haven't really formalize their business structure this is really something that they were doing as a hobby Mm -hmm. so the question is when right like at what point Mm -hmm. should someone say okay i need to go and register because now this is something that i want to start taking seriously when should they come and register right so the legislation states that they should register seven days after the quarter ends okay so today is march the first yes quarter ends march 31st yes they have the until the seventh day of april to register their business okay and that's with in legislation okay but we normally tell anybody that if they're gonna um, start a business and they should register 
you know, at any time during that period. Okay. Because what you don't want to happen is um, you register your business and you're not going to start until July. Right. And then you end up accumulating um, assessments because you didn't, you know, let us know yeah. that you didn't start your business. Right. So that's why, you know. And I think that that has been what I've seen has been the gray area for a lot of people because right. what defines starting, right? Yes. I'm doing research. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to assess whether people even want what I'm selling. Right. So I'm building a website, yes. for example. Right. So I technically haven't had any sales or right. done anything like that. Right. This is all... Um, Starting all the information I'm trying to gather right. to prepare myself for starting. Right. So, I mean, we would typically say don't register then because right. you're going to start accumulating the right. fees, yes, right? Yes. And and you hadn't technically done anything. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's when you start the services. Okay. Yes. Actually selling right. the product or service Correct. is yes. when you should actually come in right. to the and office register. Yes. and register. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So talking about registration, what does that look like? How, how can we do that? Right. So there we have a website. Um, it's www.gov.bm okay. slash payroll dash tax. Okay. And because the gov.bm portal is so huge, I always tell people that end part about the payroll tax because it takes you directly to our page. Okay. And on that page, you will find lots of information about payroll tax, but you also find the registration form. Okay. And on that registration form, there is um, a notes for guidance that mm-hmm. lets you know what's needed when registering. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would complete that form and um, provide support and documentation. So if it's a, um, a limited liability company, okay. then there is do- documentation, legal documentation that's needed. If there's a partnership, mm-hmm. the partnership agreement. Mm-hmm. If it's just a sole proprietor, then you're basically just providing your utility bill and your identification. Okay. And it normally takes about five business days okay. turnaround in order for you to get your tax ID number. Okay. So yeah. you can get it fairly quickly yes. when you're ready. Yes, exactly. So what... <laughs> Is the difference mm-hmm. between payroll tax uh-huh. and income tax? Because right. some people get confused, yes, right? Do. And yes. they're like, but, you know, what right. should I write? And especially if they're used to, so if you're coming from all these jurisdictions, yes. then you're used to income tax. Mm-hmm. But the difference is, is that for payroll tax, we are taxing the amount of salaries, wages, benefits that are paid to employees, self-employed persons, and deemed employees. Okay. So it's, yeah. So deemed employees, what is that? So deemed employees. <laughs> there's self-employed persons and then there's deemed employees. Yeah. The self-employed person uh, doesn't have employees. They own the company but yeah. don't have employees. Yeah. The deemed employee owns the company but also works for the company. So they have the gotcha. employees but they also... Also work for the company right. as well. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I think sometimes people get confused. They're like, well, I don't have any employees so right. I shouldn't. I'm like, but somebody doing the yes, work, right? right? Exactly. Someone is selling the products or yes. making the products or whatever. So that is what you would you would write down, I guess, on your application. Right. The other question I have to ask you is sometimes when people are starting up, they don't really have a grasp mm-hmm. of how much remuneration right. they should be paying themselves. Right. So they're not sure what they should write. Right. How would you suggest or recommend that someone calculate that? Right. So that's important because we do have that on the application mm-hmm. where they have to put their what they propose. But as a business owner, you should know how much you want to pay yourself yeah. or gauge how much you think you're going to pay yourself. So if you can do a business plan which I'm sure the BBC yeah. offers help on, mm-hmm. you can know how much, okay, well, I'm going to start this business, and I think I'm going to pay myself about $50,000. Let me just write down $50,000. Right. But in that business plan, you've already done your calculations because that's part of the 
business process. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's what you would include on your application. Okay. Yeah. The other thing I want to ask you, because with registering for payroll tax, you register, you do the initial application, mm -hmm. you get your payroll tax ID number, mm -hmm. then there's a requirement that you file right. every quarter, right? Yes. Uh -huh. And when you do that filing, do you have the opportunity to adjust? So let's say I said I'm going to pay myself 50000 a year. Mm -hmm. But when it comes time for me to file, I'm like, mm -hmm. wow. I ain't right. nowhere close to, right, right. <laughs> to what I said. Right, so, yes. So what is there an opportunity for me to adjust what I actually paid myself? Right, so that adjustment, that um, once you file your first return, yes, that's going to be what you're actually paying yourself. So okay. we can only base it what you're actually receiving. Yes. So if you can prove that this is what you actually receive, then that's what that's what it's going to be. Okay. Yes. And when you say prove, mm -hmm. what do you mean? Now, that's where the books and records come into play. Okay. As a business owner, you should be ensuring that you have proper books and records. You have your accounting information. If you're not a person that's using QuickBooks, you can have a piece of paper some people do have pieces of paper. Yeah. Where it just shows that they made this amount of revenue, yeah. they paid this in expenses, and in their expenses, they paid themselves um, $5,000 for the month. Right. So that includes your books and records, also bank statements, mm -hmm. um, contracts that's been paid out. Mm -hmm. So things like that we consider to be books and records. Okay. So that's why it's important that people hold on to that. Keep them, stuff. right. Yeah. Yeah. And we tell people when they are setting up a business to create a separate business account yes. because it would make reconciliation easier, yes, right? That's it, right? Yes. Yeah, because big thing from you, from right. your perspective, you audit now. Yes. You're, you're saying these people are non-compliant, so right. now I'm gonna go and check yes. what you said, mm -hmm. and so I'm sure it makes your job a lot easier if they can clearly say, okay, well right. here are this, our records. Yes, this is our business account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for oh, sure. Okay, <laughs> well. One of the things that I think that we get asked a lot also mm -hmm. is, is there support? Mm -hmm. So I think people either get nervous oh, or, right. you know what I mean? Yes. When it comes to filing, they're not quite sure. Right. So does the Office of the Tax Commissioner offer support mm -hmm. with filing? Yes. Can you talk a little bit sure. about that? Sure. So the um, tax office... Um, have what we call tax inspectors. Mm -hmm. And everybody that's um, assigned a tax ID number, all the taxpayers that assign a tax ID number, okay. have a respective tax inspector. So out of those three, you would find out who your tax inspector is. And these ladies are very helpful and knowledgeable. And usually you would come in to the office, make an appointment, of course, mm -hmm. come in, and they would show you how to file returns. Okay. Then we also offer monthly seminars. Okay. Which I host as well, um, where we teach people how to file payroll taxes as well. Do you have a seminar coming up, or uh, when's yes. the next one? The next one will be the beginning of March. Okay. But it's not confirmed yet because there's been some changes in legislation that okay. we are, you know, want to make sure that we have that, you know, included. For, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good to know because I yeah. think sometimes people are fearful, yes. right? Especially in your position, yes. right? They don't want to come see. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't want to see. They don't. <laughs> I know. Um, but understanding that it is part of the process yes. of owning and operating a business in Bermuda, right. I think, you know, it will be nice to remove that kind of fearful or, mm -hmm. or kind of negative um, uh, opinion that people might have right. and just accept it as part of the cost of doing business. And that's it. And understanding that there are people who can help you yes. to understand how to get it done and make sure that it's, it's filed. That's true. Um, so what 
happens mm -hmm. in the event that you forget to file. So I've registered, right. have my ID number. Mm -hmm. I said I was going to make 50000 a year. Mm -hmm. um, I've been so busy right. trying to pull this business together. Right. Haven't really done anything yet, mm -hmm. but I forgot to file. Right. What happens? So the registration, I mean, the tax period is from the 1st to the 15th okay. of the month after the quarter end. So you have up until the 15th. Okay. However, the day after, the 16th, mm -hmm is a 5% penalty. Yes, so it's 5% each month, and the maximum is 30%. Each month that you don't file. Right, so it's gonna be like a late fee. Okay. On top of whatever you file for that quarter. Right. Yeah, so that's the penalty there. And then also, like I said earlier, if you do not file and you've gone, let's say, three months without filing your returns, there are what we call assessments. So the system automatically generates what yeah. we think that you should have paid right. or your tax should have been. Right. So you don't want any of those. You don't want a penalty of 5% mm -hmm. and you don't want the assessments because the assessments are very inflated. Right. So that's why it's important that, as you said, the cost of business mm -hmm. is making sure that you remember that, oh my goodness, it's almost quarter end. Let me put Let it in my calendar yeah. so that I get my taxes filed on time. Right. Yeah, because right. that's additional money going out of your, your account. So in the event that I've forgotten, I've been assessed, Mm -hmm. I have this bill and I'm looking at it going, but that's not right. Right. I did not make any money. Like I haven't paid myself anything. Right. What recourse, if any, do I have? Right. So that's another thing. So if you can prove to us, so if you can submit actual returns, mm -hmm. we would prefer actual returns. We don't want to put these assessments on people's right. accounts. We right. want to see what your actual return is, how much you made. So you would submit a return to our office mm -hmm. and that... Um, would you be used as opposed to the assessments or, you know, but you'll still get a penalty on it, but you would use the um, the revised return as opposed to the assessments. So that would, would that, um, the process would be someone coming in, making an appointment and mm -hmm. saying, look, I got this, but right. it's not right. right. I have filled out a form. Mm -hmm. Can we please use this instead? Instead, yes. Okay. Yeah. So they okay. can make an appointment or they can send us an email. Okay. Yeah. Just, All right. It's very important. And that's the big thing that we're trying to get out to the public, that it's important that you advise our office so that we can make the adjustments. You know, if you delete your, you need to delete your account and you don't tell us, then we don't know and we're putting all these assessments on yes. top of your account. Because sometimes people, you know, you think you're going to start this business, you mm -hmm. go and register as legally you're yes. supposed to. Right. Um, life happens. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and then you're like, well, I can't do this. And yep. you just keep on doing something else right um but you haven't let your office know right and so assessments are still accruing and they're like but i haven't done it right. i haven't done that right. for two years yeah exactly and that's the thing like the assessments um you have a 30-day grace period yeah so after 30 days we don't legally have to delete those assessments we don't have to accept revised returns oh. so that's why it's very important that the businesses the business owners keep in contact with our office yes. you know what i mean so that's the biggest thing. So they should be, you, you should be on their friend list, we right? should be, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. should be friends. Yes. Um, so I think, I mean, this is important information for people to hear. Because mm -hmm. like I said, I think people are nervous about yes. it. They don't want to do it. They're like, this is just another expense. I yes. have, I'm not making enough yet. Right. So in a scenario where they filed... Um, they've registered, they filed mm -hmm. and they're like, I really haven't paid myself anything, but I'm filing anyway. Mm -hmm. How do you address that? Can you file a zero, you know, payment? Right. Yes. So we do have what we call nil returns. Okay. And so a nil return means that you did not pay yourself during the period. Okay. But you have to uh, provide an explanation as, as to, to why. why. So we're not just going to say, okay, well, fine. And then the other thing is that we only allow 
nil returns up to two quarters. Okay. So it's like um, you're going to file two nil returns, and then by the third one, it's going to raise a red flag. Yeah, because okay, so, it's like, what are you doing then? Yeah, how yeah. are you living? How are you surviving? Right. These types of questions that we ask. Right, so, right. Know, that's, the, um, that's the other way that, you know. And then the other thing I was going to say is that some taxpayers would say that they're not paying themselves. Yeah. Or that they're not taking any money from the business. But like I said, how are you living? How are you surviving? And um, the cost of risks of doing business is that you're going to go into business so that you can make yourself some money. Right. So things like that people have to think about as well. So what do you include in the remuneration? So there's what I would pay myself. So Mm -hmm. let's just say I'm making the skin product Mm -hmm. and I'm going to pay myself what I would pay someone to make the product, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. right? $10 Mm -hmm. an hour, $12 an hour. Right. Um, Because I still have my full-time job, but I'm just doing this. I'm paying myself as as I can to live. Right. Um. Is there anything else that I should be included in that? Yes. Um, So the definition of payroll tax includes um, salaries, wages, benefits, any cash that's taken from the business. So if you decide that you're going to buy some groceries for $100, that's taxable. Okay. If you decide that from your profits you're going to pay yourself and use that money to pay nursery fees, that's taxable. Okay. So it's any money that's taken from the business or taken from the earnings of the company to be used for personal use is taxable. So could you, for for ease of understanding, could you just say, I'm going to pay myself a salary, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And only what I pay myself in salary gets used for my personal stuff. Right. So that... Because I would imagine it would be easier right. to do it that way. So right. you see the money come out mm-hmm. and you go goes into my personal account. Right. And then whatever I use that's, to pay my other expenses are, right. that's what you would be looking for, right? right? And that's, that's what you would think should happen. Yeah. But you, <laughs> you find that the small business owners, the ones that don't have accounts in their names, their yeah. business accounts, and then people that just, you know, it's their small business, you find that looking through their books and records, they're just taking money out as they need. It. You know what I mean? So they'll pay themselves the salary, but then they're also taking out what they need as they need. And also includes like bonuses and dividends as well. So yeah. Yeah. But what's not included, and you clarify if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. is the cost of operating the business. Right. So, so like business supplies. Expenses. Right. Business expenses. Right. Yeah. That so is not included. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Okay. Anything that relates to the business. That's not taxable. Okay. Yeah, so like electricity for your space that you're renting. Right. And, and, you know, like paper supplies Mm. and things like supplies for the company itself or whatever um, products that you're producing. That's not taxable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know because I think people get confused. Yes. Um, And I I would just say the easiest way would be just pay yourself a salary. Right. right? Yes. The rest of the money that Mm -hmm. you use should be business expense related, which makes it easier for you in the event that you do have to audit a company. Yeah, so that's it. Now, talking about audits, how does that happen? Like, I mean, if I'm paying taxes or whatever, is it a random selection or how how do you come see you for your business? Right. So, like I said, it it would be um, from non-compliance. Okay. So, if a company has been under-filing their employees and we know that they have 10 employees and they're only filing for five, Hmm. um, it could be if they are not filing at all. Okay. And we know that they're operational. It could be if we get a tip from somebody else, a whistleblower saying, hey, I work for this company and they deduct payroll tax, but I just want to check to see if they're actually submitting these, you know, because 
essentially you're taking the money from your employees. Yeah, you are, yeah. And that money should be given towards government, but some companies are not even doing that. So these are just a few examples of reasons why we would end up auditing a company. Okay. Yeah. So can you tell me what the split is? Because you mentioned taking the money from the employee. Mm -hmm. How does it work? How do you pay it, actually? Right. Okay. So the um, tax structure changed in 2017. Okay whereby there will be the employer portion and the employee portion. The employer portion is the company who has employees mm -hmm. and pays tax on the um, remuneration mm -hmm. that they pay to the employees. Okay. The employee part portion is what you would look in your pay slip and you see that there has been a deduction for payroll tax. Mm -hmm. That amount right there is also submitted along with that uh, company's um, total um, tax liability. Got you. So the company submits that on your behalf. Okay. So that's why it's split into um, different portions of tax now. Okay. Yeah. So for the person who's self-employed. Self-employed. They will pay two portions of tax. So it's like you are the employee and the employer. Yeah. Yes. So the total amount payable comes from whatever you, right. you list as the your... tax rate, yes. Yeah. So sometimes people become intimidated when they find out as a self-employed person I'm paying the employer portion and the employee portion. Yes. But when they really look at the tax rates, the employer portion, if they're paying less than $50,000 for the quarter, is only 1.75%. Mm -hmm. Right. And then if they're paying less than $50,000 for the quarter, the employee portion is um, 1.5%. Mm -hmm. So in the end, it's not that much tax that you're paying. Right. It just sounds like it it's sounds like yeah. it. Yeah, it's like yeah. I got to pay it all. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's how that's how they feel. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's that's why it's good to have this conversation yes. because it's like demystifying what it actually is. Right, I think right. you just hear, okay, now this is another expense. Right. But really, it's just the cost of doing business in right. Bermuda. And that's right? it. Yes. And it also that those funds go towards social initiatives in Bermuda. Yeah. So you're contributing to things that's needed in Bermuda. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So for the, the person that is thinking about starting their business, mm -hmm. what would you recommend they do? Like, where should they go to get the information? Is it the website? Should right. they call and book an appointment and mm -hmm. speak with someone first? Or what, what would you suggest well, they I do? Well, I would recommend that they do um, look on our website because there is a wealth of information on the website. Um, review the website. And then if they have questions, they can either um, contact our office um, by phone mm -hmm. or we also have our tax inquiry mailbox that we get queries from as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, the next question I want to ask you is around um, any incentives, concessions, mm -hmm. anything like that, right? Because right. I know, you know, especially after COVID and all right. of that, there was, um, the government was trying to do things to help ease the burden um, right. for business owners. Mm -hmm. So can you talk a little bit about any concessions or incentives that might be available now? Yeah, sure. So there are um, various concessions that are available and it just depends on what industry you're in. Mm -hmm. um, the BDC offers the new startup concession, yes. whereby the um, first four quarters, mm -hmm are uh, not taxable for the employer portion. Right. So you got to pay one part. You got to pay one part. Everybody pays taxes. Yes. That's, what, that's the biggest thing I say. Everybody pays taxes. Right. And that will be on the employee portion. Right. Side. And then the other concession that BDC has is the EEZ zone. Mm -hmm. So if your business is within those areas, then you get nine quarters mm -hmm. where the employer portion is not taxable. Right. So then we also have new hire concessions, and that is for the larger companies who have um, remuneration greater than $500,000 for the year. Mm -hmm. And then their employer portion is not taxable. So it's an initiative to get people to hire more people so that more people are working. Right, right. And then there's other concessions for restaurants. Um, they 
they get a concession during the slow period mm -hmm. for the employer portion. And then the retail industry as well, mm -hmm. during the slow periods, they get concessions. So there are concessions available. Right. It's just a matter of finding out where your business Which, fits in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And those are conversations they can have with your yes. officers and things like right. that. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So the key takeaway here, people, <laughs> is to register. Yes. If you're starting, if you're selling or you're providing a service, to go ahead and register. Mm -hmm. It can take five days and yep. you'll have what you need. Yep. Um, but then also to file. Yes. And I think that's that may be what people miss out on is yes. they're like, well, I'm registered. Right. But. Yeah. Filing happens four times a year. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can you say um, what when the it when they should? I know right. you said the first and the fifteenth. Right. So um, the quarter end is March. Okay. This is this upcoming. Um, so the filing deadlines are between April first to the fifteenth. Okay. And then the next quarter end would be June. So then it'll be July first to the fifteenth. Okay. And then the next one is September thirtieth. So that filing will be between October 1st and the 15th. So that's the four quarters. Okay. Yeah. So make sure you yes. file, even like you said, if you haven't paid yourself anything mm -hmm. or paid your employees for whatever reason, right. still let you know. Right. So that you don't have to like automatically assess people. Exactly. And you don't want to get those those nope. penalty and fees accruing and yes. all of that. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> well, that's good to know. There is a method. There mm -hmm. is a way to avoid, um, I guess, coming to see you right and i want to see you yes i mean i want to see if i can it. help you yeah, to, you know, yeah improve your um improve on doing the tax on yes. time and all of that but yeah i don't want to see you for other reasons no no yes, yes. you know we want to avoid that as much yes. as possible yeah so i think um it's helpful to know that you do have sort of your monthly information sessions mm -hmm. so they can log on to your website to check to see when those sessions will be available yes for yeah. sure normally we would put it um if you're a new um, a new registrant, then we send out a package. Okay. And in that package, we would include the dates of the seminar, and then we also invite you to the seminar. Okay. And then we also send out we tell everybody everything. Then we also <laughs> send out monthly emails, not monthly quarter end emails okay. to remind you, hey, don't forget tax time's coming up. If we need a seminar, yeah. this is the seminar date. So we try to get the information out as much as possible. Right. But it's really up to the taxpayer to do what they have to do on their side as well. Right, right. Yes, okay, yes. let's work together yes, to make sure it. we don't have to yes. <laughs> overpay. Yes. Um, well, it's good to know. I really appreciate you coming and just kind of breaking it down, mm -hmm. helping us to understand what the requirements are, what needs to happen. Yes. Uh, and that even if you forget, there mm -hmm. is some recourse. Yes. But the key is that you have to let you know, you have to follow up. Yes. Um, and don't just bury your head in the sand sometimes, yep. which can yep. be easy. It's like, right. well, if I don't see it, it, right. didn't, it doesn't it really exist, but that's, that's not, not it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> One last thing I wanted to ask you. So I've registered for this business. I've done it and realized that it's no longer working for me. Mm -hmm. What is the process to close out your payroll tax ID number? Right. So what? that's a very important question because we find that people think that because they've decided that they don't want to be in business anymore, mm -hmm. that nobody else has to know. So meanwhile, you've moved on with life. The tax office is there accumulating assessments at your business and three five years later you're wondering why you owe all this money yeah because you didn't tell us right so what we do is on the website again there is deletion forms okay and on the deletion form you let us know that you're closing your business um and that 
basically is that you're closing your business so mm -hmm. that we can update our system. And as long as there is not a data attached to that account, then it's just pretty clean. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Another question that came to mind as we're talking is, in some instances, people don't close the business. They want to sell it. Mm -hmm. And so for the person purchasing the business, right. they're like, well, I don't want your bad debt. Right. And I don't it. want... Is there a way in which mm -hmm. a person could sell the business mm -hmm. if they owe payroll tax right. and the new owner doesn't have to take on that debt? Right. So that will all be in the purchase agreement. The okay. agreement between the two, um, the old owner and the new owner. Mm -hmm. So that's something that we would need to have in that deletion form. Okay. Adviseness of this. If not, what normally happens, if it's not a limited company, the debt would go over to... The new ownership. Got you. So that's an important thing to know if you're deciding to take over somebody's business. First phone call should be, hey, tax department, I'm yes. taking over this account. We it's, wouldn't tell you that they have a debt, but we would contact the owner who owns that yeah. uh, um, that tax account and say, hey, you're selling this business, but you owe $40,000. Right. So, you know, this is all part of... Could the new purchaser um, ask the the old owners or the person selling mm -hmm. for some sort of certificate from you saying that they're in good standing and up to date? Right, yeah. So we do do tax certificates. Okay. Because various companies in Bermuda, so TCD, the mm -hmm. bank, mm -hmm. BDC, they request to have tax certificates. Mm -hmm. So if this person, the new owner, wants to see that they're in good standing, that would be another way for them to, to say, check. Yeah. 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 And that, I think that's advisable, right? right. Because you, you can't share that information yes, because due to privacy. Right. But they can certainly ask the new owner for uh -huh. a proof yes. with the date stamp that says that they're current. Right. Um, and then they could use that to help them determine whether or not right. they want to purchase. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The other scenario that we've seen is where, let's say they purchase a business, but they want to change the name of the business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, they're coming to you to file, mm -hmm. I guess, with this new name. Right. Is there any way that it shows in your system that this used to be the old business? Like, how would you reconcile that? Right. So what we do is, because our, our system is pretty manual, everything's in the file. So what we would do was just have um, support and documentation mm -hmm. advising us, and then they would do a change, what we call a change of status form. Okay. So on that form, it tells us change of address, changes of telephone numbers, changes of ownership, mm -hmm. and the change of name of business. Okay. And then the support, always support behind to show that, you know, especially if it's a legal company, to show that there has been a name change. Okay. Yeah. One last question. I'm like, I'm thinking of all this yeah, stuff. Good. I'm just yeah. thinking of scenarios that people come in and right. have. Right. Um, the one would be the actual name. Mm -hmm. So I come, I'm coming to you, I'm Jamila's things, right? right. Yeah. Um, how do you determine whether or not I can have that name? Right. right? In, yes. in your system, do you, is there a way that we can check to see if Jamila's things is available? Maybe right. somebody else has it. How do right. you determine that? Now, we don't we don't determine who what the name of your business is or okay. if somebody else has that name. We would just take the information that you give us and we would take your identification mm -hmm. and we would take um, utility bill. Okay. So that we know who the person is. Okay. Now, if there's another Jamila's things, we right. would have their information as well and we'd be able to determine by looking in the file, 
who owns which company. Right. Yeah. So So it's okay. Like we it could be two Jamila's things out there then. It's possible. I don't okay. know about the um what's the legal company? I mean the government department that deals with Registrar of Companies. Yes. I know no, when that's... you for limited liability companies, they won't you know, if it's the right. same name, same industry, they'll right. be like, Yeah, no, you yeah, can't do exactly. that. So I didn't know if there was something similar within right. the office of the tax commissioner yeah. or they're just like, Well Yeah, because we would ask questions beforehand. Yeah. Like, hey, is this the same company? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing legally. That says that right. they, it can't be that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's yeah. good to know. Yeah. But then you don't want your same business. No, you don't. Somebody else. So then that just makes you not want to have your name. Would you or could the officer say there is an existing business with this name mm-hmm. as an FYI? Right. You might want to consider this. Right. Or whatever. Would they say that or no? We would just say um, because we don't give out information. Yeah. Um, we would just confirm internally what the owners are yes like we wouldn't tell you what to do with your business okay yeah so that's All right. yeah okay yeah we can't do that. <laughs> she said we come to us we'll tell you no yeah, <laughs> yeah. um no this has been uh, i've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation yes. i think it's been very helpful mm-hmm. um for those that may have questions after this or want to make an appointment to come in yes. just please remind people how they can do that yes for yeah sure. so i would encourage everyone to first go onto our website mm-hmm. um www.gov.bm okay slash payroll dash tax okay and on that page you'll be able to find um, contact details and also the email address for our general inquiry box okay yes all right yep. excellent well yep. thank you so much well, trudy yes. i really appreciate it yes. um and hopefully after this people gonna be filing yes yes hopefully <laughs> that's right yes and keep their accounts up to date that's right yeah that's information. right yes it's yes. better to have it up to date to yes. have that constant communication than to just be like oh i just can't do it you know the 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 last thing I want to ask you about is in the event someone does get caught up and there are, are they are in arrears, mm-hmm. what is your opinion on payment plans? Is that possible? Yes. How do you? So like I said, we, the tax department really does work with everyone. Okay. So if you did become behind and accrued in arrears, then we would encourage everyone to set up a payment plan. Okay. So that we have um, debt manager offices that work specifically with that. Mm-hmm. And what you do is you sign up for a six-month plan, mm-hmm. a one-year plan. And what you want to do is make sure you, you adhere to it. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, then you're not going to get that tax certificate from us. Right. And then it's just going to look bad on, you're going to be in bad standing mm-hmm. with the office of the tax commissioner. Okay. Yeah. So there's yes. a recourse. That's, yes. That's the key yes. takeaway is that, you know, keeping the communication mm-hmm. open, yes. filing when you need to, mm-hmm. um, and registering, but remembering to file on for time. each quarter yes. on time yes. so you don't get assessed fees yes. and you don't want that automatic assessment because right. in more cases than not, it's not correct. Right, exactly. Right. It's right. over, yeah, it's inflated. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All, right, All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.